Ah, do you wish there was something better to listen to on that awful commute to work or that tedious temper tantrum filled school run? Look no further and listen to a game of two halves. Deck the halls with Welcome to episode number 19 of the Christmassy A Game of Two Halves. Yeah. Are you feeling festive, Kirsty? Uh, I love Christmas, but not at the moment. Why not? I don't know. Is it because there's not that many Christmas decorations? Is that where it is? We always need more. To be fair, I do really want some stuff to go on the windows. Okay. So we have a big Christmas edition for you, as you know. Happy Christmas Eve, by the way. I hope that you have a great Christmas. and Santa brings you everything that you want. Absolutely. And if you follow Christmas for the true meaning as well, I hope you all that's good in that. Um, you hope all that's good in that. It was Jesus Christ's fucking birthday. Yes, and I know dead. I'm trying to be a little bit lighthearted, okay? Well, he's dead. I know. But he will come back. Yes, he will. <laughs> he will rise I'm personally again. not religious, but I don't take away from anybody else who is. So I no. completely respect that. So if you... I do admit, though, Christmas is not all about the gift given and the festivities. No. It's it's it has a true meaning behind it. And whether you believe that or not, some people do. So Well, to be fair, even if you don't believe in the, the Jesus part of it, like just coming together... When it's cold outside, spending quality time with the people that you love. Yes. Even if you don't have a lot, that's all that matters. A lot of love? No, I mean like a lot of stuff. You're more out of love, I'm so nice without you. Ah, oh, aren't you cute? <laughs> you are a beach. Anyway, um, <laughs> so as I say, Christmassy, 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 all Christmassy. This episode will go out on Christmas Eve. Have, happy holidays if you don't, what, what if people don't? Yes, if you don't listen to it on Christmas Eve, but no, that's not, fine. No, fucking no, you no, you're day. missing the point. <laughs> you completely missed the point. This is the point. This is you. For the benefit said, of the podcast, <laughs> Kirsty is has a finger in two different places. <laughs> so I said happy holidays for people who don't celebrate Christmas. What if they have a different religion? Oh, like happy Hanukkah. Yes. Or yes. there's other people. Yes, other people like the Jehovah's Witnesses who don't celebrate it. Happy Christmas. Mrs. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Thompson. In, in, inside joke, inside joke. <laughs> oh, so yes, right. and yes, great, fantastic. So Merry Christmas, Kirsty. Merry Christmas, Dylan. What you got me for Christmas? Sweet F.A. And for the non-politically correct people, that means sweet fuck all. <laughs> Again, that came up in the last episode as well. <laughs> it's a common theme, common theme. <laughs> right, we're going to crack on with this quiz then. Yes, so we're going to be doing Kirsty versus Dylan, Christmas style. Is it my turn to ask questions first? Yes, uh, basic bog standard quickfire questions, 20 questions, one point per question, no lives, no skips. If you can pass a question, you don't get a point, blah, 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 blah. And if you get the answer correct, you will hear this noise. And if you get it wrong, you'll hear this noise. And the signal of the next round is the swoosh. Swoosh. Merry Christmas. The Are swoosh. you ready? Yes. 
Right. So in the Doctor Who Christmas special in 2017, which actress made her first official appearance as the 13th Doctor? You're terrible with names. I like this question. <laughs> Jodie Whittaker. Correct. Yes, she's a great doctor, by the way. I know you haven't seen any of us. No, stuff, you watched good. it without us, you little bitch. Not all of it. I got freaked out by the giant spider episode. Spoilers. <laughs> Alphabetically, which of Santa's reindeer comes first? Um, <laughs> Dasher. Oh, Blitzen. It's Blitzen. Blitzen. Alphabetically, which of Santa's reindeer comes first? Blitzen. Apparently it's Comet. That's what it has on here, but it's obviously wrong. There was Comet and Cupid. What is it? It's Comet and Cupid and... Dasher and Blitzen. <laughs> Blitzen is a reindeer, right? Where you get this quiz from? <laughs> I don't want to say because it's crap. Comet and Cupid and Donna and Blitzen. Yeah? Oh my goodness. Ah. Uh, what? Oh no. Just some people refer to it as Blixem. But still a B. Yeah. Right, I'm going to give you that point. This quiz is crap. I'm going to send some feedback. Right. Orcs. Snowflakes are often portrayed as being six-sided, but studies suggest that less than what percentage of snowflakes exhibit the ideal six-fold symmetric shape? Are you still following? (laughs) Yes. A, 0.1%, B, 1%, or C, 10%. So which... Which percentage of snowflakes exhibit the ideal six-fold symmetric shape? Hmm. I don't think it's as much as 10%. So the other options are 0.1 or 1%. 1%. 0.1%. Yeah, there's no such thing as a perfect snowflake. A bellini is flavoured with which fruit? Peach. Correct. Um, from Morgan and Wise Christmas Special of 1971, can you complete the quote? No, I'm playing all the right notes, but... Dot, dot, dot. I don't have a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it before. No, I'm playing all the right notes, but not necessarily in the right order. Oh, for God's sake, man. How am I know these? And how do I know that's factually correct? I don't fucking know anymore. Right, what stick would you find put in a mulled wine? Cinnamon. Correct. In the 1947 version of A Miracle on 34th Street, who plays the little girl Susan Walker? It's that lass from uh, Matilda. In the 1947 version. Oh, I thought you said 74. (laughs) I don't know. Bette Midler. <laughs> probably wasn't that young in 1974. Actually. No, it was um, Natalie Wood. Oh, yeah, Natalie Wood. Uh-huh. Who wrote the band aid song Do They Know It's Christmas? There's two people. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Cammy Barlow. <laughs> 
my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've got no idea. Bob Geldof and Midge Year. It's probably something I should have known, actually. Yes. I'm terrible at trivia, and I'm especially terrible at Christmas trivia. And again, how do I know that's factually correct? I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> In the novel A Christmas Carol, which is the first ghost that vis- visits Scrooge? Past. Present. Jacob Marley. Ah. Oh, Trick question. Yes, it is, isn't it? The sneaky buggers. Oh, this is quite a... a, a I didn't know this. If it's correct. Oh, my goodness. Right. Driving Home for Christmas was written during a car journey back to which town? New York. Middlesbrough? Really? If it's correct. Well, New York's a city and so is Middlesbrough, so... In the Christmas song, let it snow, what has happened to the lights? (laughs) Sing the song. The weather outside is frightful. (laughs) But the fire is so delightful. There's no place to go. Since there's no place to go. Since there's no place to go. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. I don't know the rest of the song. <laughs> do, 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 do. So yeah, I'm stuck. What happened to the lights that have gone out? <laughs> They're broken. Let's turn the lights way down low. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Nipping, nipping, nipping on the flower. In which films, uh, sorry, in the film Scrooged, Bill Murray, starring Bill Murray, which actress plays the ghost of Christmas present? Pass. Carol Kane. Which famous scientist who developed the three laws of motion was born on Christmas Day in 1960? Sorry, in 19? In 1642. I'll read that again. Which famous scientist who developed the three laws of motion was born on Christmas Day in 1642? I can't remember who developed the three laws of motion. Isaac Newton. Correct. Yes. I thought it was. In Matthew's version of the birth of Christ... In the Bible, he mentions the arrival of the Magi. Who or what are the Magi? Three wise men. Correct. How many drummers drummed? Seven. (laughs) Twelve. (laughs) Not far off. (laughs) Pepper, cacao, cacao, are very similar to gingerbread cookies, but much thinner, hard and very crisp. And even are found everywhere over Christmas in which Scandinavian country? Denmark. Sweden. Which wordless children's picture book by Raymond Briggs was first published in 1978? Obviously it's Christmas related. No. Pass. The Snowman, which Christmas hit for Harry Belafonte in 1956, is now widely performed as a Christmas carol. It's also being covered by Boney M. <laughs> that doesn't help. Oh my goodness. I, I'm not a huge music... F- I, I am terrible at most categories, but music is also one of them. Ow! Just being bitten by the cat. Think <laughs> <laughs> you should know the answer to this, bitch. Uh, pass. Mary's boy child. No. Mary's boy child. Jesus Christ. 
In the Gingerbread Man fairy tale, who or what devours the gingerbread man in the end? The wolf. You've literally picked the hardest quiz (laughs) you could ever find. It's a fox. Right, and final question. The Australian external territory of Christmas Island is in what ocean? The Pacific. The Pacific. The Pacific. The Indian Ocean. Oh, that's the that's a very niche ocean <laughs> that never comes up ever. How many questions do you know with the answer Indian Ocean? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was quite difficult. I just picked the first question, the first set of questions I found. Well, yours is easy in hindsight, so I'm deducted. You're only getting half points per question. <laughs> right. What is the name of the period leading up to Christmas? Advent. Correct. How many wise men brought gifts to Jesus? <laughs> three. Three? There was three wise answer. men? Yes, there <laughs> was three wise men. Stop arguing with us. The correct answer is more than one. The Bible doesn't see how many. Are you actually joking? No. How does good king... Wenseless. Yes, Wenseless. Like his pizzas. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> How weird. Is it something to do with the song? Yes. So how does King good King Wenceslas like his pizzas? I only know the first line of the fucking song. I don't know past. Deep pan, crisp and even. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Little shit. So what was the name of John the Baptist's mother? Well, he was like Jesus's cousin. That's all I know. It's not a name. I need a name. Wendy. What's the chances of it being <laughs> Wendy? Elizabeth. You could have got that. How we? No. Who brings presents to the children in the Netherlands on the 5th and 6th of December? Oh, um, I do actually know this. Oh, I kind of think of the name. It's not, it's not just St. Nicholas. No. Could be, could not be. I'll just say St. Nicholas. Is it actually? that's correct. I thought he had a proper name. How many letters are in the angelic alphabet? What? (laughs) What do you mean, what? This is so easy. Are we talking? This is actually an inside joke as well. Well, how many letters are in the angelic alphabet? Is it how many letters are in angelic alphabet altogether? Is that what you're trying to get at? Okay, so how many letters are in the alf- angelic alphabet? I don't know, pass. Well, take, pick a number. You... 29. 25. Noel. <laughs> <laughs> Piss off, right, next. <clears throat> in what town was Jesus born? Nazareth. Bethlehem. Fuck, that's where he lived. <laughs> Honestly, how do you not know that question? It's been a long time since oh, I've talked about on. Jesus. How many presents were given in total in the 12 days of Christmas? You want us to add up one all the things? One plus one quick maths. So there was a partridge and a pet. We're, co- we're counting partridge and a pear tree as two separate gifts. <laughs> Are we? I don't partridge, know. Partridge, pear tree, two turtle doves, three French hens. I'm running out fingers. Four, whatever. Use a calculator. Use a calculator. I don't have me phone. Oh my goodness. I'll give you a, a clue as well. It's bigger than one and less than 500. I have to doubt. Can I borrow your phone? 
No. Well, I'll have to download a calculator. This is technically cheating, by the way. 12 drummers drumming. 11 maids of milking. 10 geese laying. 9 whatever. 8 whatever. 7 whatever. 6 whatever. 5 whatever. 4 whatever. 3 whatever. 2 whatever. And then technically 2. Well, it's either 78 or 79. just depends on whether you're counting. So what's your answer? I think you're going to be a dick and count the pe- the, <laughs> the, the partridge separate, so 79. What the fuck? What is it? 364. I don't think that's the full song. I think there's more than 12. But on the 12th day of Christmas, he gave 12 drummers drumming? Oh, well, it's 364. Absolute knob. Right, carry on. In what decade was the first Christmas card sent in the UK? The 20s. That's wrong, but you'll, I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell us who sent it. You want to know who fucking sent the first Christmas <laughs> yes, card? Please, that'd, be, that'd be great, yeah. Any idea? The Queen. How are you, man? What do you mean, how are you, man? What country? What, you're not going to tell us? You're not actually going to tell us what the actual I'm answer is? You hanging. Sir Henry Cole. And who's he? So this, this When is, was it sent? You haven't told us that either? This is the best question ever. Well, tell us when it was sent. The first commercial Christmas card were commissioned by civil servant Sir Henry Cole in London in nineteen in eighteen forty three. Thank you. Featuring a family drinking wine, one sold for eight thousand four hundred and sixty nine pounds in two thousand and fourteen. That was on the next trivia page. That wasn't even part of the thing. Anyway, the next question is a great question. Okay. I can't. You can possibly not get this wrong. Oh. This is the question. This is the only thing that I'm giving you. This is the only thing it says. What country did the family escape to? Oh, bollocks. Oh. Well, it's a Von Trapp family. I cannot remember. Switzerland? Egypt. Did that actually? Well, if according to this website, I is mean, it, we're, we're is good it, at picking... is it actually Was it actually the Von Trapp family? It doesn't though? say. What country did the family escape to? That's all it says. Oh. We're good at picking these quizzes. Who, yes. who come up with this shit? So anyway, we don't know if this is right, but I'm hoping you're having fun. Question number 11. <laughs> um, how many of Rudolph's eight companions' names start with the letter D? Uh, Comet, Cupid, Donna, Blitzen, Dasher, Dancer, Fall. Three, Dasher, Dancer and Donna. I thought there was one, one I couldn't remember. What country did Christmas trees originate from? Germany. That was one question that I didn't ask on my quiz. <laughs> <laughs> who was the king of the Jews who ordered the babies to be killed? King David. No. It wasn't. Do you want to take another guess? Because you said no in time. It was um, the only other name that I can think of is Herod, King Herod. I'll give you that. Lucky. What's the second line of I'm dreaming, uh, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Yes! Where the tree what, okay, okay, okay. what was Joseph's job? Carpenter. Yep. Who started the custom of wasailing? Wasailing? Was sailing. Was sailing. Sail away, sail away, sail away. Is there any action you might know? 
What's the answer? Is it somebody that I might actually know? Yeah. You're just saying that because... Who started the custom of wassailing? Jesus. Get fucking serious. It was the Anglo-Saxons, and it means good health. And how the fuck was I meant to know that? Who were the first people to visit baby Jesus? Don't you dare say the three wise men, because I will punch your face. It was Angel Gabriel. Who the fuck was it then? The shepherds. <gasps> Booker up. <laughs> What's, what, what, um, bop, 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 the bop. question's <laughs> just not grammatically correct, so I'm trying to reword it. If you find this in your Christmas pudding, it's said to be lucky. What is it? Oh, they normally put a penny in. A penny. Well, it's a... Well, Traditionally. Well, way back when, yes, but then they change it to a 50 pence piece. A sixpence. Oh, I swear to God. What angel visited Mary? Gabriel. Fuck me. Where did the baby Jesus... <laughs> Jesus, where did the baby Jesus sleep? In a manger. No crib for a bed. I thought you were going to say in the stables. So that's it. That's your questions. Did you have fun? Yeah, I still got more than you. Of course you did. When do you? <laughs> not, when does that not happen? Hey. So, according to tradition, you should eat one mince pie on each of the 12 days of Christmas to bring good luck. Vile. <laughs> Why red, gold and green? Green has long been a symbol of life and rebirth. Red symbolises the blood of Christ and gold represents light as well as wealth and royalty. And also karma chameleon. <laughs> so Rudolph the Red Door's reindeer was invented for a US firm's Christmas promotion in 1938. The Yule log was originally an, an entire tree that was carefully chosen and brought into the house with great ceremony and burned over the 12 days of Christmas. A chocolate Yule log or bouche de Noël is now a popular Christmas dessert made of a chocolate sponge roll layered with cream. The outside is covered with chocolate or chocolate icing and decorated to look like a bark covered log. I made one last year, didn't I? It was disgusting. No, it wasn't. I liked it, you nasty. <laughs> so, do you know the average number of presents a child in the UK receives? The average number a child in the UK receives. Well, some people go like proper all out and then some people don't. And then when you get older, things get more expensive. 40. 16. Wow. 40, that's quite high. No, I know because I know that some people go proper all out. 16. Do you know how many millions of rolls of sellotape are sold oh in the run up to Christmas? God, like 30 million. Six million. <laughs> Jesus. You, like, you, you really overestimate Christmas. <laughs> I love it so much. What percentage of... Fa you don't get any points for this, mine. I know. Um, have a guess of what percentage of families in the UK attend church on Christmas Day. What percentage? Mm -hmm. 20. 13. Say it was closer. And what percentage of families sit down to watch the Queen's speech? Oh my god. This is probably a couple of years old. I don't think this is... Most recent. Yeah. I know quite a few people that do. My family never did. Like 60%. 27. Really? She's not that popular. War Queenie. Wow. 
I know quite a few people that do actually make sure that they sit down and watch it and there's like hoo-ha if the, if the dinner's not done beforehand. So according to a survey conducted three years ago in 2016, what percentage of adults in the UK would gladly sacrifice seeing relatives on Christmas Day if it meant they could spend more time on Facebook? That can't be a high number. <laughs> So they would sacrifice spending time with family if they could spend more time on Facebook. Yeah. Like 3%. 57%. Are you actually joking? <laughs> no. Why? You, I can't believe you're surprised. Why would you want to spend your day on Facebook? Because people do. People, it's their life now, some of it. Some of them have, some of them have a much better life. They portray a much better life on Facebook than they do in actual real life. So they... Yeah, Are you talking about Instagram there? No, I'm talking about any social media. <laughs> no, I know. No, like don't like don't get us wrong. Like I don't speak to all my family, but I would rather spend time with the people that I was with rather than be on my phone all day. So, how many new iOS or Android devices do you think? Or activated on Christmas Day, typically. Oh my god, I have no idea about loads. 7 million, 6.8 million. Wow. Any more factoids? How, considering, this is just off the top of my head, but I think there are about 70 million people in the UK. Give or take. Might be 60 million, I'm not sure. How many people go abroad for Christmas in the UK? I don't know many people that do at all. I have no idea, but I think it would be quite low. 4.25 million. So like, a, a, not a quarter, but like, what, like 10%? A bit less, maybe 7%. Wow. So yes, some crazy stats. But I, I, I completely believe that 57% one. I, um, I did it. I didn't do it to to not see other people, but I spent an entire day on Christmas on Facebook playing a game. Bloody Mob Wars. <laughs> Mob Wars. How <laughs> was a gangster? What are you talking about? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's. Yeah. Wow. Good chat. Recommendation <laughs> station. So we're just going to chat now. It's kind of not really a recommendation, but we thought it would be appropriate to kind of talk about stuff that we would we like to do or things that we've, like past experiences of things for Christmas. So I had the idea of talking about our favourite Christmas films. We've kind of wrote like a top five list. Yes. Would you like to go first? Yes. So my number, arguably, some people would argue it's not a Christmas film, but uh, my favourite film to watch around christmas time is home alone especially home alone 2 lost in new york well to be fair people don't classify one of the die hard films as a christmas film but it's set at christmas time i know i love die hard um so yeah home alone 2 i like all of the home alones even the 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 i've seen four of them i've seen the first four and i'm not sure if they've remade it again but if they have i haven't seen any more but i do like them all even the one even the weird kid in the fourth one that had the smart house and remote control that opened. That's basically what you wanted in the, the future. Doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Home Alone 2. I, I, yeah, I just think it's a classic film. It's probably, haven't looked, but it's probably a top rated film. Probably top rated Christmas film. 
The Holiday. Yes. Is one of my favourites as well. House Swap. Just because I like the actors and actresses that are in that. Yeah, it was Jack Black, Jude Law, Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. And it's a good story and it's one of the few British set Christmas films. Yes. Yes. Uh, So third for me is A Christmas Carol. I just like a good classic story. We're talking about the Jim Carrey one. Personally, my favourite one is the one... A Muppet's Christmas Carol. No, (laughs) it's the one with... um, What do you call him? Bald guy. Oh, what do you call him? He was in... He does like SAS shows and stuff. Like... No idea. He was in Grant Mitchell from EastEnders. What do you call him? And what's his real name? Ross Kemp. Yes, I like the one with Ross Kemp in it. I don't think I've seen that one. I'm pretty sure it was Ross Kemp. Okay. Uh, so four for me is Bad Santa. <laughs> Just because it's a naughty. Naughty. Um, and the last one is The Polar Express, because I think it's one of them feel-good yes. kind of magical films. And Tom Hanks looks like Tom Hanks in it. All other people look like them. Yeah, but Tom the same Hanks, as like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, my top are Elf, classic, good, feel good, laughable. Like I know every bit of it, but it still makes us giggle. Uh, second is The Grinch, The Grinch That Stole Christmas. Um, love Jim Carrey. I think it's hilarious, and it's just something that it's it's funny, but then at the end, it's like feel good. Nightmare Before Christmas. I used to watch that every Christmas Eve. I did watch it at Halloween this year, just because I really fancied watching it. But I do, I love watching that on Christmas Eve. Well, it's kind of like a... It's a crossover. Yeah, it's kind of like a hybrid. But I still classify it as a Christmas film more than Halloween. Uh, Love Actually, again, a British set, feel-good film. Not everybody really classifies it as a Christmas film as such, but it is set around that time. Yeah. Also, like, a lot of the actors in there. Yeah, a lot of big ones. I still can't get over Alan Rickman, though. I know. And just Emma Thompson. Rest in peace. I know. Bless him. And then I've put the same one as you, The Holiday, as number five. Yours, absolutely. Really like it. Fantastimondo. So, give us a... Some quick maths. No, give us uh, the scores again, so we know where we're at. I'm on two hundred and eighty-seven, and you're on two hundred and sixty-nine. Right, fantastic. Thank you. Um, so yes, thank you. Uh, we we're going to be watching lots of films. Do you have a Christmas a favorite Christmas film? Let us know. Do you do like? I don't really. I've never done it, but I know a lot of people who will watch a Christmas film, and they will buy new pajamas. On Christmas Eve to go to bed in? I didn't in my childhood. No, never. No, I think it's a... hate to say it, but I think it's more of a southern part of the country thing. Well, no, like growing up, like I've known a lot more people that do it. One thing that my best friend does, or well, my mum does for her every year, she buys her a Christmas DVD that she gets at the beginning of December. And it's always something different. And then we used to watch it at some point. It was nice. Yeah. A couple more Factamondos for you, and then we'll have a chat about what our favourite gifts were that we have received. 
Do you want to know facts about Christmas trees, Christmas songs, or do you want some myth-busting Christmas facts? Ooh, myth-busting. So, the abbreviation Xmas isn't irreligious. The letter X is a Greek abbreviation for Christ. Mm. For a Christmas to be officially classified as white, a single snowflake needs to be observed, sorry, observed, falling in the 24 hours of the 25th of December on the rooftop of the Met Office HQ in London. I knew that. I didn't. Yeah, I did. During the 20th century, there were only seven official white Christmases in the United Kingdom. The chances of a white Christmas in London are normally around 6%. We normally have a white Christmas up here. No, we don't. We haven't for a little while, but... We rarely have one. Well, in concert, we used to always have one. Ebenezer Scrooge's famous line, Bar Humbug, almost never existed. Charles Dickinson's initial choice was Bar Christmas. Glad he changed it. I don't think it really makes sense. Well, well, Bar Humbug doesn't really make no. sense. No. Bar Christmas does a little bit more, but it's not as iconic. So, according to data gathered from Facebook, two weeks before Christmas is one of the two most popular times for couples to break up. Mm. To get out buying presents for people. <laughs> One would guess to avoid buying presents. Christmas Day is the least popular. I bet your Valentine's Day is quite high as well. Uh, on Christmas Eve in 2001, in the Bethlehem Hotel, 208 of its 210 rooms were free. How creepy would that be? And how it's, to save, it's to save room for Jesus. <laughs> so he doesn't have to go in the manger again. And lastly... The how thoughtful. I know. The star, well, he's got 208 rooms to choose from. Mm -hmm. The star of Bethlehem, the one the wise men followed to find the little baby Jesus, was probably a comet or Uranus. Uranus or my anus. Right. Have a guess. How many Christmas trees do you think are grown each year in Europe? Oh, my God. I have no idea. Well, have a guess. I don't know. What do you think? It's like five, ten, a million. Oh, it's definitely just the one. Oh, just the one. Yeah. Just Santa's. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 60 million. He's one for you. Do you know that song that Paul McCartney wrote for Christmas? Mm-hmm. What is it? Oh, people dancing, having fun. Well, anyway, he makes 250,000 a year off this Christmas song royalties. Love and understanding. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We were talking about this, I can't remember how long ago, but how much people earn from royalties from Christmas songs. So Mariah Carey makes about 375000 for All I Want for Christmas. The Pogues make about 400000 from Fairy Tales of New York. But the top are slid uh, who earn who are believed to earn in excess of £500,000 per year for Merry Christmas, everybody. Wow. So, yes. So, what was the best gift you've ever received? Well, you wrote down, you writ, you wrote down a recent one and an old one. Yes. So, I couldn't really think of one that I, like, absolutely loved, but I remembered one that I used over and over again. So, recent, so last year... My iPad, obviously I use it pretty much every day. Yeah. Love it a bit. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, old um, karaoke machine. I had 
over oh, in my lifetime, I've had about seven. Uh, and I remember one particular one my granddad got us. And it had two tape slots, so you could record and play at the same time. Oh my god. Oh my god, mind blowing. And I had, he didn't have many tapes for it when I got it. And I remember one being like Kylie Minogue songs. So I would sing stuff like, oh, I should be so lucky, 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 <laughs> lucky. I've had ones that connect to other games consoles, like We Sing and... All different bits and pieces. Even though I cannot sing to save me life, I love singing. So I used to use them to absolute death. <laughs> so I used to get loads of them. Yeah. I had ones that would plug in to like individual boxes, games consoles, the telly. I had a pop idol. What? No, not pop idol. Oh, what was it called? I pop idol before um, I had a. Spice Girls one. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, my recent one was from you. Yes. This is an Apple Watch, so thank you very much for that. Tony never wears. It's because I don't know where I keep putting it. It's been on top of the microwave for months. Well, I used it a lot when we were going to the gym and we were being healthy. So when we start that again, <laughs> I'll use it a lot more. Once then. our Christmas dinner's house. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I do I do really like it. It's just one of them things that it's not needed or, or it's just, it's it's good for, like you can, if you have an alarm set on your phone and stuff, you can knock it off on your watch instead of reaching out of bed to get it or whatever it's just laziness it's just... oh no it's helpful for us because my phone i'm pushed against the the wall so when you're through choice well i don't forcibly push you against the wall no like the bed is pushed up against the wall so i don't i can't get out of my side of the bed so when my alarm goes off in the morning when you're normally still asleep i can knock it off on my watch yeah it's good mine i very rarely hear it go off whereas before when you I would have, have to yours. like tap you and be like, "Can you get up, please?" Yeah, that was annoying. <laughs> um, so have at six every morning. Yeah, I, I like it. It's got lots of apps and stuff, and you can turn on the heating. We're really posh, and we've got <laughs> wirelessly controlled light bulbs and heating and stuff like that, so we can turn it off from our turn it on and off from our our wrists. And I really like the walkie-talkie function as well. Not that we use it much anymore, but that's quite decent. Yes. Uh, an old Christmas present when I was a child was a Pokedex. And for anybody who doesn't know what a Pokedex is, it's basically... Watch Pokemon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's basically um, an encyclopedia of your Pokemon. And it tells you what you've got in your storage. It tells you facts about them and stuff like that. And it was just absolutely amazing. I used to put it up against the wall and, and had, it, had, it was like a keypad thing. I used to put it up against my door and pretend that... It was me access code to get in my bedroom. So I was buzzing. I was absolutely loving life. So my favourite gift when I was a child was a Pokedex. Absolutely loved Pokemon. Still, Still do, do now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to hit you with a couple more facts. And then we have an inspiration quote for you. Yes. Before the end of the night. So the day, the morning, wherever you are. It might be Christmas where you are actually. So Merry Christmas if it is. Uh, so I kind of thought this would be a higher figure and again this was a couple of years old so it probably is higher the average home will splash out 809 pounds and 97 pence at christmas 
on food, drink, travel, decorations and presents. Wow. With the latter accounting to for 58.5% of the budget. We go crazy at Christmas. We haven't so much this year, though, yet. Yet. Kind of still have a, spent a lot so far. Well, I have on you anyway. Oh, rub it in. Um, so I'm expecting good things. <laughs> no. um, £700 million is the amount that will be spent on unwanted Christmas gifts. I interrupt. I hate. Like, I obviously don't give to receive and all that, but I love absolutely giving presents. Like, it's my best thing ever. And I pride myself on being quite a good gift giver. I always try and buy something that's daft and then something that they might actually want and enjoy. And I hate seeing, especially on Christmas Day itself, unwanted gifts for sale. Oh, I know. It's annoying. Like I would never ever do that. I would never if I'm gonna. I, w- I would keep it for a few weeks before I get rid of it, or I just wouldn't use it. I wouldn't sell it, and I would just pretend that it was like a, someone's put thought and effort into it. Like how we? Hmm. I've received some naff Christmas gifts, and I don't think people have put thought and effort into it. I think it's a very last minute decision, but I still wouldn't get rid of it or sell it but yeah i agree so 51 million pounds per year is saved through the use of discount voucher codes mm-hmm. 18 billion pounds will be withdrawn from uk cash machines over christmas be putting cards and shit 330 pound is the average amount a uk adult spends buying christmas presents we've spent more than that i've almost spent as much as that so far and during the Christmas period, nearly 28 Lego sets are sold every second. Love me Ow. some Lego. Yes. Love the Lego. Inspiration So this is about the show where we try and leave on a high. I found a Christmas related inspirational quote, which is quite fitting because we talked about this earlier on. It's from The Grinch. Um, obviously the Grinch who stole Christmas if you haven't seen it it's all about a green creature who lives out on the outskirts of Whoville um, who hates Christmas and he believes that the people in Whoville are just shallow because all they do is buy anyway the quote is maybe Christmas he thought doesn't come from a store maybe Christmas perhaps means a little bit more I have just found three quick facts that i want to share before we go because this first one is crazy the japanese people don't eat a traditional uh, uh, turkey a a traditional turkey or for christmas dinner no or even a traditional christmas dinner what do you think the japanese people traditionally eat i do know this i just can't remember the answer i've heard it before i just can't remember what it is kfc yes that's it yeah. Thanks to a successful marketing campaign 40 years ago, KFC is so popular that customers must place their Christmas orders two months in advance. Yeah. The colonel is buzzing with the Japanese people. <laughs> the average Brit consumes around 7,000 calories on Christmas Day, and you'll reach your recommended daily allowance at about 2pm. Well, that's, well, not for me. I normally have some chocolate coins <laughs> for breakfast, and then I have my lunch. And that's me, like I pass out. <laughs> that's because of alcohol. It's a food coma. 
from my son, from my Sunday lunch. From your Sunday lunch. From my Christmas lunch. And the Yorkshire puddings on a Christmas dinner, yes or no? No. Yes. No. Yes, man. It's what sets it aside from a Sunday no, dinner. No, it doesn't. That's the turkey. No, because you can have turkey on any other day. But generally people don't. Generally people only have turkey on Christmas dinner. You day. would have turkey on a Sunday yes, dinner if you could. But that's what's different. No. Yes, no. it might not be tradition, but yes. No. Yorkshire Aunt Bessie's Yorkshire puddings. Fuck off. <laughs> Get out of this house. And lastly, the UK Brussels sprouts industry. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's Brussels sprout, not Brussels sprout, is worth £650 million. And the area of the country covered by Brussels sprouts fields... Fucking say that when you're drunk. Is the equivalent to 3,240 football pitches. They're nasty. So, hashtag pud or no pud, vote in our poll. What, is this Christmas pud? Mm, yes. No, this is Yorkshire pudding. Oh, uh, okay. You made it sound like, because you just said pud, it made it sound like pudding. Well, Yorkie pud. Yep. Hashtag Yorkie pud or no Yorkie pud. That's shit. Hashtag like no pud. Hashtag pud pud pud. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, Paul. Oh, and if you don't know what a Yorkshire pudding is, because we have people that listen outside of the UK. And in Russia. <laughs> it's basically like, it's pancake batter, in effect. It's eggs, milk, um, and flour, plain flour, um, in a batter that you put in a muffin tin. You put a little bit of oil at the bottom, you make it hot, and then you put the batter in, and it creates a, like a, a it rises, doesn't it? It becomes like a bit of a, a pudding. Yes, it does. Um, traditionally served savoury, but can be served sweet. Yes, can be. If you live in Yorkshire. Very nice on a, sun, on a uh, Christmas dinner. On a Sunday dinner. <laughs> on a Christmas dinner. Well, that's what also is toad in the hole. Toad in the hole is Yorkshire pudding with sausage. Toad in the hole. So, yes, anyway, we've definitely digressed. So, vote in our poll, anyway. No Thank pod. you very much for listening this Christmas Eve. And if you don't listen on Christmas Eve, if you listen later on, Maybe on Christmas Day, if you have a free time, free time, and you've got a free, uh, you know, you've been given a an iPod or an iPhone or something for Christmas, um, or any other digital device, or any, Jesus or any other digital device, yes, like a Walkman. Maybe if people even have Walkmans anymore, that Walkmans had CDs. You can get digital ones now, and uh, or if you've can been given they? a Spotify sort subscription? of subscription or whatever, we're available on Spotify. Thank you very much for taking your time out of your day to listen to us. Absolutely. And hope you have a Merry Christmas or a Happy Holiday, whatever you choose to do on the 25th of December. And the final conclusion to Kirsty versus Dylan is in the next episode, which will be released in the new year. Ooh. Controversial. And we'll find out who's the winner. I have how many points to get? Um, it's not going to happen. I don't even know. It's not. Like 20. Yeah. You've got... Uh, like, so I'm on 287, you're on 269. So I've got like 18 points. Mm-hmm. I've got 18 points to get. Well, to, to I got. I need to get 18 more points you than need, you do to win. You need to get 19. Well, 19 to win, depending on what you actually do. So it could be more, it could be like 40, who knows. <laughs> but tune in for that to see who wins in Kirsty versus Dylan. And we'll be back in the new year with that show. And following on from that, we'll, we'll have 
plenty more new bits and bobs in season two so i'm excited for that yes don't forget to follow follow us on our socials twitter instagram facebook all that fun stuff where we like to keep you updated with nice little inspirational quotes and we do lots of polls and quizzes and things yes absolutely so again thank you for listening and have a wonderful christmas whether that's now tomorrow or later on in the year you can't have christmas later on in the year time zones oh okay fuck off (laughs) enjoy whatever you do take care goodbye bye it means the world to us that you've taken the time to listen to our show if you want more please subscribe on itunes if you have a few spare seconds to leave us a review you will be forever in our hearts log on to gameof2.com for more of what you came here for are you going to bed now Good night.